Um, let me get into character. <laughs> Here we are with part two of our comfy conversation, astrology edition. We're going to be getting into the houses this episode, and we are your hostesses <laughs> with the mostesses. <laughs> uh, I'm Jacqueline. I'm Krista. And let's get started. confusing they're so (laughs) fucking confusing um just took me so long to water it down because it doesn't didn't make a lot of sense but but i got it so basically the houses are divided into 12 houses (laughs) uh like a clock except it goes counterclockwise direction um and then each house represents a specific trait so the first six are known as personal houses and the last six are known as interpersonal houses kind of like things to do with society cool um and basically think of it as the zodiac shows how the planets express themselves and the houses of the natal chart show where the energies play out so basically each house um also is represented by a zodiac sign so like the first house is the house of self and that's um aries oh cool i didn't know that and uh so the traits for the first house um have to do with first impressions appearances beginnings the body attitude identity um and your approach to life the second house is the house of value and that's Taurus and uh, that relates to money and work and income and um, priorities and your job and your work ethic then the third house is the house of sharing that's Gemini and the traits are the mind communication social activities interests um The fourth house is the house of home and family, and that's cancer. Mm. And the traits are home, roots, family, self-care, emotions, foundations, mother, children, women, femininity. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a hard word to say, I feel like. I know. I was like, I was like low-key having anxiety right right. before I did (laughs) I was like, oh god, I'm gonna fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Fifth house, house of pleasure, Leo. Ugh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Romance, love, affairs, affairs with a typo because I put two A's. <laughs> affairs, affairs. <laughs> uh, creativity, fertility, uh, childlike spirit. Joy, oh. self-expression, and drama, of course. Nice. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> right on point. Yeah. Okay, okay. Sixth house. House of health. Virgo. Health, mm-hmm. fitness, systems, analytical nature, 
work habits organization uh yeah so then the seventh house is the house of balance that's libra relationships marriage contract business partners and interpersonal style eighth house is house of transformation that's scorpio um and traits are merging sex intimacy um inherited inherent oh my god here we go (laughs) you got it you got it inherit we like literally just woke up a half hour ago so (laughs) i haven't finished my first cup of coffee so my brain can't function fully yet (laughs) (laughs) oh all right all right so traits traits has to do with uh property taxes loans goals and mystery of course scorpio yeah they think they're so mysterious. <laughs> Just a disclaimer, I'm no expert at this, so if I do something wrong, I'm sorry, guys. This was real confusing. There's a lot more to this than I actually realized. It's really making um, sense, though, because it's teaching you more about that specific zodiac sign through that house. Like, I feel like it's summarizing that sign up so perfectly. Yeah, once... So once I put this all to like my birth chart, it made a, it did make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely intimidating when you're like doing some research on it, and there's just so much, and people word it differently, and there's yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot more to it than you uh than you think there is, I guess. But yeah. um, where was I? Scorpio. Okay, ninth house. House of Purpose, Sagittarius, and the traits for that are travel, wisdom, philosophy, higher education, law and religion, and ethics. Nice. Tenth house of enterprise, Capricorn, career, long terms, goals, structure, status, reputation, public image, masculinity, men, fathers, fame. The 11th house is the house of blessings, Aquarius, and traits are, uh, has to do with groups, friends, social awareness, humanitarianism, hopes and wishes, and the future. Um, also, there's, a, you can relate the houses to tarot cards, I think, too. Um, I could be wrong about that, but I did see something like that through my research oh cool i mean i kind of makes sense yeah i feel like obviously like each sign has a specific tarot card for yeah like like major arcana cards yeah um 12th house is house of sacrifice that's pisces and that has to do with <laughs> endings, healing, closure, spirituality, karma, afterlife, and the subconscious. Awesome. So, uh, basically, okay, so there also are planets that relate to the houses. Um, and those planets are the sun, moon, Mercury, Venus. Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. So this is kind of like 
but we don't didn't. be shy say uranus <laughs> <laughs> i know i i contemplated it but i, I, I voted against it <laughs> sorry uh, i didn't mean to cut you off <laughs> no no you're good you're good yeah so we got into that last time that's when uh we were talking about um our birth chart and uh like you know like I have a Leo sun and an Aries moon and you have a Leo sun and a, a Virgo moon, right? Uh, Libra moon and Virgo rising. Right. Um, so basically the houses are like where in your life or like what in what places these certain like energies, like I said before, play out. So, you know, if like I have my Leo sun in the 12th house, um, that means that uh, I feel like I need to distinguish myself from others, but like through privacy and secrets and introspection. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like combining the way that I understand it. It's sort of like combining my like Leo energy with like the 12th house energy sort of, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, really, uh, uh, it's, also kind of cool I just wanted to add and I didn't really do too much research I just kind of like read something this morning real quick um and I just wanted to add it because it it totally made sense as to why it was like so why like the houses and your birth chart are so personalized and I guess like the houses move with the earth while the zodiac signs don't so that's why like it's so personalized like you know, it's like changing the positions of the houses in each zodiac sign, like so quickly. So it's like the two overlapping each other, and it's like a kaleidoscope, pretty much. And it's just endless combinations. So that's why it's like really diving into somebody's birth chart is really, really personalized. Like it, you're not gonna find. I mean, maybe you will find one that's the same, but I feel like not really. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely felt called out doing my birth chart, for sure. Yeah, I know. It's kind, <laughs> but, of, it's kind of a rude awakening. Like, doing the houses, I was like, ooh, that makes sense. <laughs> you know what, though? Like, I kind of saw it from the perspective of, like, and, and we'll get into our birth charts, but there were some things that I felt like um, I used to, like, feel bad about myself for, but then I kind of, like, put it into perspective a different perspective and I was like yeah well that's not so bad yeah yeah yeah, exactly it's like you kind of learn where it's like yes I am like that but I've learned to be like that in a positive way instead of like letting me stress out about it or overthink it or something like that yeah yeah I feel like I should go over the planets again really quick too yeah Uh, so uh all right, so the sun uh, represents will, vitality, where you shine, and your yang energy. And the moon has to do with feelings, how you react, and your yin energy. Um, Mercury, thinking, how you listen, learn. Venus, are um, that has to do with, like, you know, love and relationships and possessions um, and values. Mars has to do with action, how you get what you want. Jupiter is abundance, expansion, and growth. Saturn is fear, restriction, discipline, and structure. 
Uranus or Uranus. <laughs> Hell yeah. Potato, potato, yeah. potato. Yeah. <laughs> Uranus, my anus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, wait. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Right. So that's... <laughs> no, 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 you're... <laughs> All right, so that's freedom, sudden change, upheaval, and... I put unusual, so I don't know what I meant by that, but so go off, that, Krista. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Neptune, fantasy, imagination, creativity, and addictions. And then Pluto is transformation, power, and change. Cool. Yeah. So uh, I guess I did my birth chart. By the way, if anybody wants to do their birth chart, I suggest the app CoStar. It breaks it down for, like, everything. It The houses, everything. Yeah, it's really good. And you can you find can... your friends and compare your charts and see how you get along and stuff like that. It's, it's really good. Yep, you can uh, put your Tinder matches time of birth in there and see if you're compatible. Yeah, do some stalking ladies. <laughs> Do some real witch shit. Yeah. <laughs> FBI witch shit. <laughs> I love those memes that are like, <laughs> if she asks you for your time of birth, just fucking run, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so like, wait, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> even like with people, because obviously we're both in like serious relationships, but it's like even with like other people, like <laughs> honestly with my coworkers. Like, you know, like, he goes on dates and stuff, and he's always like, okay, she's an Aquarius, what does that mean? And I'm like, <laughs> hold on one minute, and I'll like, send him a paragraph, it's pretty cool. That is, I mean, it's kind of on point really in a lot is. of ways. I hate people that are like, astrology isn't real. Like, honestly, I read something, and it makes total fucking sense, and maybe I'm just crazy, but I thought it was a really cool theory. So, you know, going back to, like, the time that, like, Jesus Christ was born, like, obviously there was these three wise men, and they were following the star of Bethlehem, Um, but on the, roughly, I guess, like, because nobody actually really knows when Jesus Christ was born, Um, you know, whether you believe he's you know, like, the second, I don't know, like, whatever, if you believe in that or not, he still existed, that's just facts, but they were saying, like, the three wise men were astrologers, like, astrology existed before, like, anything, like, same thing with tarot cards, runes, uh, crystal balls, like, everything like that existed before literally, like, any religion, anything, so they were saying, like, around the time of Jesus Christ's birth is when there was an act like there was a really big conjunction like what we kind of just went through with like Saturn aligning with Jupiter or whatever the fuck it was I don't even remember but there was like a really big conjunction happening and that's what they saw like the astrologers the three wise men saw this quote-unquote star of Bethlehem when really it was just planets aligning creating this like really bright light And uh, astrologers say, like, those who were born at that exact time of the conjunction, like, going into their houses and their birth chart is strongly supposed to change the world. 
Interesting. Yeah, and again, like, you know, whether you're religious or not, like, Jesus Christ really did change the world, whether he was real or not. You know what I mean? So Yeah, like, that's what are the true. Chances yeah. Of that shit? Like, it's like, you can't yeah. tell me that it's just not accurate. Now, I have a question for you. Oh, God, I hope so. You answer it. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> okay, no, you can. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, do you believe that? there is a 13th zodiac sign now you know how they say that it's been so long that like the like things have moved and now there's like this extra zodiac sign i think it's like a fucus i there's no way i said that right but and i don't believe it (laughs) i don't want to believe it because like going back again like it's such an ancient tool like why and then us fucking idiots have to come in and try to change everything it's like which, yes, change is good. I'm not saying it like that. I'm saying it more like an astrology point of view and like all these ancient things. It's just like, I just don't, I just don't. Like, I don't know. I don't know enough about it to really comment. And I'm also like such a strong, like, ancient okay. person, I feel like, like. I don't know like it that's like being like oh um well actually the sun isn't really the sun whoops even though like (laughs) the first astrologers and everything had founded all of this stuff in space or whatever it's like I don't know I just don't I just feel like if something is working and something makes sense which clearly it does like why do we have to fuck around with that it's not like it's not like oh all of a sudden we have a different time of day so we need like we added three hours to our day so that means we need to add another zodiac sign like it's like everything is literally still the same like same thing with getting rid of pluto as a planet like what the fuck is up with that <laughs> that really grinds and i like my poor gears. pluto i know it's like, pluto, <laughs> like i said in our last episode leave all the pluto <laughs> honestly yeah <laughs> so Technically, according to that theory, I don't believe it either, but according to that theory, we would actually be cancers, which honestly, yeah, not like bad. there's, no, there's no way I'm a cancer. Ugh, but every cancer that I've met, total fucking bitch. <laughs> well, okay, okay, okay. But, hear I mean, me out here. Right? about Leo. I'm not being biased. It's just, <laughs> we are definitely not cancers, like not even a close, I feel like. No, and to compare and contrast, like, my boyfriend is a Cancer. I know it's weird, like, a Leo to answer, but Sorry, he's, Robert. like, we're... <laughs> Sorry that I talk <laughs> shit on your song. <laughs> more so female Cancers. I've never met a male Cancer. Well, okay, so, I mean, like, we obviously have a lot of similarities, but um, he definitely, and, and this is not a bad thing. This is a, this is a good thing, in my opinion. Yeah. He definitely is a lot more, like, sensitive not in a bad way but like in a like you know in a cancer way yeah towards things where like I tend to like not be but like it's kind of good for me because it influences me to like be a little more empathetic (laughs) yes I was just gonna say like that if I did learn anything from the cancer females in my life it was to be more soft I feel like yeah because I I think definitely as a Leo, I tend to just be like, if something hurts my feelings, I'll just be like, whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. I don't yeah. care. Uh, Even though I do care. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, we'll be 
dying on the inside, but we, like, need to not be, like, for others. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, so, but definitely not a cancer. No. Um, just in comparison to, like, how my personality traits are to my, to my boyfriends, like, we're just, like, he's, like, we're just not, like, he's not a Gemini, you know what I mean? Oh, thank God. <laughs> Actually, he has a Gemini moon, so, yeah. <laughs> maybe he is a Gemini. He's got, he's got a little craziness to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I like him. Yeah, right? Sensitive and fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He was crazy, but I was crazier. <laughs> what what is that Suicide Squad thing? <laughs> I don't know. I'll never watch Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh, I'm like God. a big DC person, but like I just there's something about that that just rubbed me the wrong way without even watching it, and I'm just like, no, thank you. I really don't want to be disappointed. <laughs> just like a quick sidetrack. There's this page on Facebook that I discovered. It's called something like t-shirts for extremely specific demographics (laughs) so wait hold on hold on i I gotta get this up now because i have to like give you an example shirts marketed to extremely specific demographics okay (laughs) so okay here's one they're essentially like overly descriptive t-shirts oh my god okay so, <laughs> so this one those, is that stuff on like facebook marketplace all the time where it's like <laughs> oh my wife is super awesome and i'm like uh talk about toxic females making your freaking husband wear shit like that oh yeah <laughs> i mean i i find it hilarious it okay so all right so wait let me read you this one okay this is yes i'm a spoiled girlfriend but not yours I am the property of a freaking awesome boyfriend. He's a bit crazy and scares me sometimes. That's oh, what I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> but he is a, <laughs> he is a perfect mixture of a sweetheart and a warrior. I love him. He is my whole world. Mess with me, the beast in him will awaken. Oh my god. Mind your mouth. <laughs> that's nuts. Okay. So that's where my mind is. That's went. fucking uh, went. nuts. <laughs> Not stressed out I want to. If I saw somebody I wanna, shirt like that, I mean, I would never say anything because I'm not like that. But I would be like, "Ugh, are you okay?" I. <laughs> yeah, I want to meet the person who unironically wears those. Yes. Yeah, and like full-heartedly but, is like proud to wear that. I don't know where I was going with all of this, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, or okay, how either, I got from zodiac signs to this, but <laughs> I don't know where we went. Oh, okay. But I'm happy we went there. Oh. Cancer Gemini. <laughs> uh, my last point though is I'm a Leo Aries Moon, so I'm equally crazy. So you know, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> I I'm uh... kidding. my boyfriend's my boyfriend's not crazy. He's actually he's a very nice person. Yeah, he seems really nice. Never but... met him, but. <laughs> Oh yeah, I stalked him. He, he really is like. Yeah, I stalked him when you guys. No, he's like. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> actually he's friend. he's. So... <laughs> Hell yeah, he's he's honestly like he's really nice and he's and he's funny and like we have a lot in common. So I feel like he has. I'm like just that... it's all it's all fun and games here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he has that typical cancer look too, like the light, lighter skin, lighter hair. Does he have lighter eyes too? No, he has blonde hair and like dark brown eyes. Wow, I feel like which is 
funny because I have brown hair and like bright and like yeah, it's like you guys are literally eyes. opposite. That's so cool. And he's like six three, and I'm like five four. So we're literally like pol- he's left handed, I'm right handed. We're literally like polar opposite. Oh my god, that's so cool. I, uh, I yeah, I think it's so cool. I ended up doing. I made. I made uh, after our last episode, which you know, if you guys haven't listened to our first comfy conversation like we that's kind of the introduction to the birth chart and everything so if you're kind of confused with what we're talking about go listen to that first (laughs) but um (laughs) in our last episode we were talking about how you like made Robert get the co-star app and then right when we finished uh recording I was like Tori you need to get this app like we have to compare ourselves and I think I, I told you, I, I like, kind of remember what his birth chart was, but not really, because he's just not really, like, like, he thinks it's interesting, and he cares about it because I care about it, but, like, he really doesn't care about it. <laughs> he's just a nice guy, <laughs> but, so he is a Leo son as well, um, with an Aquarius moon and a Pisces rising, which I thought was really interesting because, like, obviously, I'm a Leo son, a Libra moon and a Virgo rising. So it's like we kind of complement each other, like kind of throughout our whole chart, we like complement each other. And we have a lot of the same signs in like planets and stuff, which I thought was interesting. Um, I could see him having an Aquarius moon. Oh, yeah, like I so feel like Aquarius happy. people are kind of like eccentric and like different. He's definitely yeah, like that. and he's also like because Aquarians aren't very like open and communicative, and he is definitely not like that either. Like he is not good at communicating. Like we're good at communicating with each other, but that took like a lot of time because obviously, like I'm a Leo, I'm a Libra, I'm a Virgo, like I'm over analyze. I'm like I overanalyze, I overthink, everything needs to be balanced. I'm also like loud and to the point and honest. And then it's like you meet somebody who is just not like that at all. Like it the beginning of our relationship was a little rough with that, but you know, like all relationships are work, obviously. So it's like you know, you gotta put work yeah. into it, and yeah, now we're now we're really good at communicating. But yeah, yeah, there. like yeah, like Robert has a lot of air in his chart, so I think that's um where a lot of like our compatibility is because I have a lot of fire. Yeah, it's like food and my like fire. well, my big three are fire. So yeah, and his nuts. is cancer. Yeah, I think his is cancer, Gemini, Libra. Okay. Yeah, so mostly air. Yeah, so yeah, and he he has um air and fire throughout his chart, so it definitely makes sense when you look at the whole picture. Um, and I I really like his cancer traits, honestly. I, I kind of like the like his like cute little sensitive side. Like it's not a bad thing. Like I really like that about. It. It's like my yeah. favorite thing about him, honestly. One yeah. Of. Yeah, and honestly, I feel so like definitely. That's like really important in a relationship, like to have. Because I, I mean, not to be like that person, but it's like, you know, obviously girls are naturally more nurturing and, you know, like the mom, like we're, we're affectionate or a little more affectionate and we're a little more open and honest with how we feel because, you know, going to friendships and stuff like we're like female friendships are so close and open and we talk about everything. So it's nice to have a guy. That, yeah. Especially in a relationship to be able to like also be like that with. He's honestly probably more nurturing and, like, open about what he feels than I am. Like, 
I can definitely be pretty closed off. But I mean, it's a good thing because he definitely gets me to come out of my shell a little bit. And like, if something like is bothering me, he like, it's like easy to talk to him about it because he can be like very like nurturing in that way. Yeah, like he's to me, we're like, like, I'm, oh, you're being so dramatic. (laughs) Yeah, no, not at all. Like, I can definitely be a little bit of the opposite of that. So it's, it's kind of a good thing. Like, I think we kind of, like, we really are, like, very opposite in a lot yeah, of ways, but, but it it's good for yeah, us. Complement opposites, not, like, right. yeah, not, like, polar opposites where it's, like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's cool. And that's what they say. Uh, like, we got really sidetracked. What? <laughs> so we got really yeah, sidetracked. Yeah. Okay, well, go just, let's go into, like, uh, do we want to read, like, our um, planets and our houses and stuff? Like, do we want to do that? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll do it. I think it kind of p- puts it all together yeah, a little yeah, bit, definitely. you know. And especially because um, it's, like, the reason why we started to do this, like, series was so you guys can get to know us right off the bat. And what better way to do that than, you know, our birth charts. Yeah, exactly. All right, so um, I could do mine real quick. Do you want to take turns? Like, you read your first house, then I'll read my first house. We'll yes, let's do that. I like that because yeah, I hate having to be like, "Oh, going back to," <laughs> like, like I feel like you kind of yeah. Okay, okay, cool. So, all right. Well, I I have a Leo son. My Leo son is in the twelfth house, and for that, that means that I feel the need to distinguish myself from others through privacy, secrets, and introspection. I, I guess that's I have Leo true. in my 12th house too, but I have Venus and Jupiter in with it. Um, but yeah, that totally makes sense. And then it's cool because now we can see the difference with what a planet makes in that house. So like for me, having the Venus and the Jupiter, it's very boisterous about your love, true spiritual values, strong sense of the divine force and very drawn to helping others. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I thought it was really cool where it was like, oh, true spiritual values. And I'm like, totally. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. Go poop, give me a break. <laughs> it's like a typical <laughs> t- typical side mom action. <laughs> Lay down, please. Uh, this is just like his prime hyper time. So it's like, so- yeah. Tor- I let Tori sleep because he is off on Mondays. The lucky bastard. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. That's kind of cool being able to compare the same sign in the house, but yeah, with what how different the planets can kind of change it. It's yeah, interesting. But yours was yours was pretty spot on too. Like that makes total sense. Yeah, I'm definitely like introspective. I wouldn't say I'm like super secretive. More no. than like I like I'm probably more private than secretive. Yeah, I was just gonna like, say I don't like it's secrets, not like but... you maliciously keep secrets or like don't talk about stuff it's it's more so like if you if nobody asks you're not gonna tell them like yeah oh my fucking god (laughs) (laughs) uh sorry he probably sees like a deer outside or a leaf blowing (laughs) dog (laughs) um Oh, do you want me to go to my uh to my moon sign? Yeah, I didn't. I just wrote like first, second. 
Okay, see, I did my, like, each Zodiac. Okay, Okay, I see what you did. So I did, like, each Zodiac, like, through, like, the list. Okay, cool. And, like, what house it's in. Okay, cool. All right, so my my moon is Aries. That's in the eighth house. So that means for me, by the way, the eighth house is the house of transformation. So that's, like, intimacy and, like, mystery. It's Scorpio. So... That means I find security and safety through darkness, taboos, rebirth, sex, and transformation. So that means I'm creepy. <laughs> that means I'm a creepy sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, what, what does the shirt say? If you, if you mess with my boyfriend, you awake crazy. the beast. <laughs> I want to buy one of those. Honestly, I, I was buy just going to say, let's, let's buy, like, XXXL ones so we could just, like, sleep, have it be, like, a pajama dress. And then our boyfriends are going to be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I don't know you and your sex life, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know if I mean I guess like darkness and tab- I guess like in some sense I can get it like transformation and like I thrive in like t- constantly transforming myself and yeah, like hell yeah yeah I would, I would say and it's it's not that you're like a dark person but you definitely like I feel like darker things don't bother you like, there, it's not like it's something that, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Maybe that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> but... No, it, it does. It does. I, I mean, it's not, like, totally off. Yeah. Either that or I'm just not honest with myself. So, <laughs> there's that, too. Well, according to your, uh, <laughs> to your 12th house, you do keep a lot of secrets. <laughs> this is true. So, I'm going to be keeping secrets even yeah. from myself. Where's yeah, my therapist? <laughs> I call 911. <laughs> Uh, so got my therapist on speed dial. Uh, so that was your eighth house you read. I'm just yeah, gonna read my house. eighth house too. Uh, so I have Aries in my eighth house, and from what I looked up, it really just says that I teach I'm I teach others how to have a balanced life, and I guess it's because it's okay. like the sign for giving advice in my eighth house. Like I'm more so of like that advice giver which I mean I guess that makes sense because I feel like so many people come to me for advice it's very exhausting right (laughs) you know what just stop talking to me for advice I can't (laughs) but no I really do enjoy it which is why like you know if you didn't if you didn't know which Krista knows but I am taking courses to be like a spiritual life coach so when people do ask me for advice, I can start charging them. <laughs> that's like the perfect, that's the perfect uh, occupation Thank for you, you, I feel like. Yeah, and honestly, like, even when I do tarot readings, like, I do not charge people. Like, I, it's just like, I'm not going to charge you to, like, help you better yourself. Like, I feel like that's nuts. Like, even fucking therapy. Yeah. It's like, why do I have to pay because I have a chemical imbalance in my brain? <laughs> like, that, if I could control it, I wouldn't have that. I know, therapy's real expensive, honestly. And uh, I'm too broke for therapy, so... 
Yeah, I'm just gonna have to stay crazy. <laughs> YouTube, YouTube therapy. Honestly, yeah. But anywho, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's move on from that conversation. Yeah. So, um, so I'm gonna do my uh my Mercury. I'm just going through the list of like the um Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, yeah, kind of like what we did last yeah. week. So uh, I have uh, can- uh, Cancer Mercury in my 11th house. That's the house of enterprise. Um, and it's Capricorn, career, long-term goals, reputation. So to put it all together, that means I am curious about and inclined to analyze my friends, how to make an impact on people and my political life. On point. Literally me, 100%. Wow. Yeah, for real. Yep. I um, identify that I identify with that in like an unokay way in a not okay yeah. way <laughs> same thing with mine <laughs> um, <laughs> so I have I don't even know if this is right now that I'm like because I didn't realize that like it goes I just don't know if I don't know if the website that I used was not right or something so I kind of almost have to like look back at my birth chart which I'm not gonna fucking be able to find oh wait I, Pull yeah, up I was just coaster. gonna say I have the coaster off I completely forgot just because I think it talks about your houses okay, okay so my 11th oh Okay, I got, so my 12th house is actually Virgo, so the site that I used must have went on by thinking we were cancers, so everything is just shifted back. So, yeah. fuck that, that's so stupid. But anyway, so my 11th house is Leo, and I have Mercury, and then obviously the Sun, so my 12th house was actually Virgo. But the planets were still correct. Okay. Um, so the eleventh yeah. house with Leo, Mercury, Sun, and Venus shows that I have good acting abilities, success, recognition, no trouble making friends and connections, good at making people around them feel good and noticed, and I most likely attract insecure or sad people with possible traumas, which totally. Oh. totally makes sense because I've always said that I'm like I feel like everybody that I attract has you know like family issues or um has dealt with something and like even like like not to be very dark or anything but a lot of people like in my life their fathers have passed away which is you know obviously super sad but it's just like what are, like I have at least one, two, three, four. I have like four or five people. And not all of them am I super close with anymore, but four or five people whose fathers that have passed away. Interesting. Yeah, so I thought that was very, like, for when they said, like, you know, like possible traumas, like, you know, traumas, no matter how small or big, like, that could be obviously, like, losing a parent is very traumatic. Right. I can definitely, I, I actually think that's interesting because I definitely think you have that 
I'll call it like that, like masculine energy yeah. in the sense of like that leadership, like you definitely have that like masculine energy. So it's, it's interesting that you attract people who have like lost yeah. their fathers. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I I'm do, trying to say? Cause I've always said that I've always like, I feel like I'm everybody's dad. <laughs> Like, not, like, just because it's like, you know, obviously, I know how to build things, I know how to fix things, like, I, if I need to get something done, like, I don't depend on another guy, like, I'm the guy, because it was like, I grew up very close to my dad. So it's almost like he almost raised me like a son, like, I've, you know, that was my first job was doing masonry with him. And I did that for years. And I loved it. So it's like, I feel like, I that totally made sense and then it was me like being like well my dad can be your dad like I you know what I mean like <laughs> I don't know yeah. I just thought like it is interesting how that kind of plays out yeah for sure that's that's definitely interesting hmm. all right well let's keep let's yeah. keep going I guess so I'm gonna do my um my Venus sign so I have a Virgo Venus and it's in my first house and that is um, ruled by Aries, the first house. And it has to do with first impressions and appearances and attitude. So for me, that means that love is often expressed in myself and self-image, typical Leo. <laughs> Since it is my first house, it is hyper-present in my personality. I definitely prioritize my self-image a little bit. Like I don't want to come across as like a bad person. Um, so I, I can see how, uh, like in some way, if I don't feel good about myself, like it's hard to express love to other people, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But isn't everybody like that in some way, you know? Yeah. Um, it broke up a little bit on my end. I don't think for the actual recording. Um, so I really only kind of heard the end part. Oh, okay. So, well, I'll just say it again. So, uh. My uh, Virgo Venus first house means that love is often expressed in myself and self-image. Uh, okay, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, like not like in a selfish way. Just I definitely try to be like a, a good person. So yeah, of course, and you you definitely are a good person. Oh, but I feel like you know we also have like anxiety, where I feel like that's like such a strong thing to be like. Oh, I'm like, am I a piece of shit? Am I not a piece of shit? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I have that all the time. Yes. Yeah, I have that all the time. I I hyper analyze everything I do and say. Yeah. Um, and I I also like am I make a lot of jokes. So like sometimes I make jokes and then I'm like, what if that person didn't get that I was being funny? Yeah. Or like, what if that person just thinks I'm like fucking dumb? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that too. Like I have a very but, dark sense of humor, and like sometimes I'll like make a joke, and Tori's like, don't don't talk like that. And I'm like, I'm kidding, dude. And then I'm like, am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> and then it makes you question everything, and then you're like, fuck. Like, am I, do I just have a dry sense of humor, or am I like oh, fucked God. up? <laughs> oh but like i feel like being fucked up makes you funny so we love that it's okay people with the most traumas and mental illness are the funniest (laughs) yes you know what they're my favorite people um so in my first house i have virgo which is my rising 
um, I'm just going, like, I'm not going to go off the planets. I'm just going to go off which after the house you do. But um, okay. so that means I love to share knowledge. I love to teach people. I have delicate but noticeable features. Uh, I need to always be busy. I'm always working on something and it needs to be to perfection. Um, I love when things are balanced and aligned. And when something is out of whack or changed last minute, I get very thrown off, which is okay totally yeah. fucking true and it sucks yeah like it sucks yeah I can see that last part yeah especially hit, and it's different. like you know especially again like I'm diagnosed with severe anxiety so it's like I hate having plans I hate them because it's like leading up to those plans is so and like it just gives gets me so anxious so I like to kind of just be like okay, like, this is what I feel like doing. Let's do it. Like, let's do it before I freak out and don't want to do it anymore. And then it's like, it's yeah. in my head and I'm getting ready to do it. And then all of a sudden it's like, mm, no, like, actually, I forgot that I have to do this. Then it like completely throws me off. And it does like kind of makes me have an anxiety attack. <laughs> but yeah, those are like, I get that. that. They're perfectionist. Everything needs to be in order. They're very organized so it makes sense but you know then you throw anxiety in there it's not a good time (laughs) (laughs) yeah I get that completely uh all right I'm gonna move on to my my Mars so I have a Gemini Mars and it's in my 10th house which is the house of enterprise ruled by Capricorn that has to do with career and long-term goals so For me, that means I put a lot of energy into my goals and my responsibilities. And I definitely do do that. Yes. Yeah, like, especially with school. Yeah, I put, like, all my energy into that. Yeah, and you're so good at it. So it's like, I understand. (laughs) I understand why you're so good at it. Yeah, like you take it seriously. Because I'm crazy. He was crazy, but I was crazier than (laughs) Oh my god. Yes. (laughs) I'm looking at my CoStar app and it doesn't even show the tenth house for some reason. Yeah. Really? It literally does it's just not even existent. Do you like not have is it possible to not have anything in the tent in like a house? No. I don't know. I feel like maybe I should. But, <laughs> well, I'll just read to what I had written like originally for the tenth house because it really does truly all make sense. Um, so okay. for my tenth house, I have Gemini, meaning that I enjoy talking and expressing my opinions of the world around me, which makes sense okay. because you know, spirit going back to spirituality and you know this podcast, it's like pretty much based on that it's just all opinions and expressing ourselves and how we view the world and how we view things and yeah I, li- I like that so I thought that was pretty spot on yeah definitely all right so Jupiter I have a Scorpio Jupiter and it's in the third house that is the house of sharing ruled by Gemini and it has to do with the mind and communication and your interests so um, for me, that means I find success through the things I know and are familiar with. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. I feel like everybody's kind of like that to an extent. I definitely, you know, I mean, this is probably just anxiety, but uh, I 
I definitely sometimes have a hard time doing something I've never done before. Like, obviously, I can do it, but I definitely tend to to stick with things that I'm a little more familiar with. And I can be kind of stubborn yes. about that. Um, and sometimes it, somebody has to be like, no, like, just do this. I'm telling you. And then when I do it, I'm like, okay. And then I'm comfortable yeah. with it. Yeah, I was just going to say that does but I, seem like kind of like an anxiety thing to like like putting the same show on you know what I mean like just because you're familiar with it you don't have to really think about it it's comfort yeah exactly um which house was that sorry third Third house house? okay no you're good um I'm like so confused so the third I'm sorry (laughs) okay so the third house I have Scorpio and Pluto uh, meaning lifelong okay. learner, very curious, learns best on their own, which makes sense because it's like, I love learning, but I hate school. Like, I do not learn well in school. That's just not the type of learning style for me. Um, and right. then again, strongly believes in themselves and nothing can make them budge. Um, and then, That makes yes. sense. And then it also says sometimes intimidating, domineering, and intense when communicating. <laughs> Which Tori was like, yeah, that's you. Because, like, not in a bad way. It's just, like, I'm, I feel so strongly about the things that I feel. like, And I really believe in myself. And, you know, again, like, not in a stubborn way where it's, like, my way or the highway. It's just more like, you know, if I'm going to talk about them, I'm going to get really into it. I'm very honest and and open and blunt, so I could definitely see how that's, you know, very intense and intimidating to people. Yeah, and that makes sense that you have um, Pluto because that's the planet of transformation and power. So that definitely makes sense. Heck yeah. Cool. So that's cool. I definitely see. I definitely see that for you. (laughs) Yes. All right, so I'll do my Saturn. So I have a Pisces Saturn in the seventh house. Seventh house is the house of balance that has to do with Libra and its relationships, marriage, business partners. So for me, that means I have had difficulties with close relationships and long-term partners. Um, yes, sort of, but that's probably trauma. Yes, and I actually also have that same sign with no planets in my seventh house, which I feel like fits us both so well because, you know, like we definitely obviously believe in love. Um, And it says like what I wrote down, it's like you do believe in true love and you look for someone who is sensitive of your feelings. They prefer to be single because they don't want to let anyone down which is totally true. Like going back to like, you know, some trauma and, you know, childhood trauma and whatnot. And then, you know, obviously throwing depression and anxiety in there. It's like, um, I've always been in longer term relationships, like not one after the other, but the serious relationships that I were in were, you know, always lasted over a year, like between a year and three years. And it's like, I feel like I get to a point where I'm just like, okay, now what? And then I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'd rather be single and just kind of like worry about myself. And it's like going back to that, like, you know, you don't want to let anybody down. 
but that also could go back to like I just wasn't with like we were both just not with the right person yeah that's true who knows (laughs) yeah I'm kind of like I'm like where does my trauma end and my like yeah right god (laughs) uh yeah anyway (laughs) a lot of trauma trauma talk (laughs) trauma for your mom. No, <laughs> I've worked it out, so it's yeah, all good. Yeah. I can I can make some jokes about. Alright, so uh my Uranus or Uranus potato yes. potato. Uh Capricorn in the fifth house. So that's the house of pleasure. That's a Leo. Um that has to do with romance and love. So I have for me I rebel against dated expectations about romance self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. I absolutely do. I always say, like, um, I was just talking about this with Robert, where I think that it's weird in the year of 2021 that your significant other has to ask your father for permission to marry you. Like, I am not a piece of property, and I can marry whoever the fuck I want, and I don't need anybody's approval or disapproval or permission to do so. And that's definitely... um, a an old school thing that is tradition and people still do it but i personally like rebel against it because i don't rebel against marriage in general honestly (laughs) yeah like i definitely just i'm very unconventional about dating in like my romantic life and i like to be like that like i don't see the point in a lot of things you know i just think times have changed and like women have women are not like fucking pieces of property like they used to be and yeah, i don't nobody owns me was. and it's like why are we still doing this yeah and uh i don't agree with that one i'm sorry if anyone does i i respect that but personally that's one that i rebel against yeah. for sure and honestly i feel like if like you're in a serious relationship you know clearly the plan for anybody in a serious relationship is to either spend the rest of their life together or if you believe in marriage to get marriage to get married <laughs> to get, to get <laughs> um and it's like, i feel like if you're in a relationship with somebody for like three plus years and your family hasn't spoken up and been like hey i don't think this person's right for you then it's like clearly there's not an issue you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm totally with you on that. I see what you're saying. I think there's a difference between someone being concerned about a situation and someone, like, asking permission to marry you. It's, like, weird to me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and it's also, like, we're not married even... to our dads. Like, what the fuck? Like, we're, they're literally, literally the point of having children is to raise them to be their own, just like in the wild. Like, you break away from your family. Like, you know, obviously you don't just cut them off and, you know, fuck you, peace out. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's just like when you're, especially like when you're in your late 20s, like early 30s, like and later, it's like, this has nothing to do with my parents. <laughs> like, like this is my life this is what they raised me to be yeah I agree even I'm even very like I mean I kind of feel like I don't expect my boyfriend to like pay for everything all the time like just those like old school things that 
I don't know if people still do those things. A I'm lot just, of these are just women, my... especially, you know, the older women, because that generation is just fucked, but... <laughs> <laughs> coming out on yeah, hard I mean, you know a lot of people have woke the fuck up but a lot of people haven't and yeah like i i don't know i feel like a lot of women are still like you know you shouldn't be paying for anything it's like um what <laughs> i split everything with tori like you know i don't make as yeah. much money but i i will put it all towards splitting anything with him because we're a team He's not my fucking master, like, <laughs> he's not my sugar daddy, like, we're, like, we're a fucking team, and we're, we do everything together, and we split everything, and it's always been like that. Yeah, totally. I'm the same way. I, I don't want, I don't expect or want my boyfriend to pay for everything all the time. It's just, like, it's not fair, and, uh. It doesn't make oh. me feel good. Yeah, I feel very so guilty. So we, we definitely will. Yeah, I def, we definitely like, you know, I make it a point to like try to split up, you know, things as much as possible. Yeah. Um, and even like side note from that, um, another thing is like, I think that's a little old school is like men making more money than women and women kind of like depending yeah. on that. But I've been really into like personal finance lately and I'm learning about like investing and having like high yield savings accounts. And I'm like, I'm going to be I rich. Know, my Krista, that's so weird <laughs> because I like, you know, obviously, okay. So we're Leo's and one of Leo's traits are they're very bad at money managing. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> yep. Like, you know, one thing I've also learned from Tori is like, he's very good at money managing and it's made me very good at money managing. Like I've, definitely been better of like not buying things just because I want that quick happiness like it's like no how about I go to therapy for happiness in general you know what I mean like if you think about it that's really why people have shopping problems it's just to feel happy yeah it's like like that quick serotonin you get from buying something new there's nothing wrong I mean there's kind of something wrong with it but I'm not talking down on it because I've done the same thing and then once I realized that I was kind of like I'd rather just be able to buy food split the bills with Tori and survive like I don't need anything I don't need materialistic things like to be happy and then I think also going to therapy has helped that too but yeah um yeah, money is hard. <laughs> money is hard, especially when yeah, you don't I, make a lot. Because obviously, I work part time. Yeah, and I own my own business, but I, I just would rather have my time. I would just rather have more free time. I'd rather have time to myself than throw myself into work, where it's like, yeah, I'm making more money, but I'm fucking miserable. My boyfriend's reading this book. It's called uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's like about, you know, what someone who doesn't have a lot of, how someone without a lot of money looks at money and how someone with a lot of money looks at money. And he said that in the book, it says that rich people never work for their money. Like they let their money work for them. Like they invest it and they put it in certain places where it can, you know, acquire more, you can acquire more money and I was like, that's real interesting. It it kind of changes my whole perspective of how I've always viewed money, sort of, which is good because 
you know, mama likes yeah. this job. So. Yeah, exactly. Me too. <laughs> Getting hardcore sidetracked. Yeah. Uh, so that was your fourth so, house? That was my okay, fifth house. So my fifth house. You had what in your fifth house? Um, I had uh, Capricorn in Uranus. Okay, so Uranus. I have Capricorn in Saturn. Um, so that's saying that I could have cases of barriers with myself. And the usual things that I do to express can become dry and I can lose my lack of creativity. When, I guess when Saturn is in Capricorn, um, which I think was 2017 to 2020, I think I remember looking up. Uh, but who the fuck knows? This is all very confusing. But I definitely do get like that, like where I have that barrier with myself where I like I haven't done art in months. I haven't played the piano in months. And it's but then all of a sudden, like that'll go away. And that's like all I want to do. So it's like definitely I definitely do have those spurts of things. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So Okay, yeah. I'm just gonna move along yeah, a little we're getting, bit because this is a long ass episode, yeah. which is good, but you know it's still a normal. Yeah, amount, but <laughs> um, two left. So I have Capricorn Neptune in the fifth house. Fifth house is the um, house of pleasure. Wait, I thought Leo you just read the fifth house. So I have two oh, in the what? fifth house for some reason. Yeah, so that's my Neptune and my year oh, my cool. Uranus. Um, so that means I have an unrealistic and impractical idea about romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. Yeah, definitely like unconventional, I would say. Hmm. Um, I'll just move yeah. on to the last one because I had two. So um, I have a Scorpio Pluto, and that's in my fourth house. That's the house of home and family ruled by Cancer. So it has to do with like your family and your emotions and foundations. Hmm. So uh, for me, that means I personally am transforming outdated structures of the home and family. Yeah, we just talked yeah. about this, so that's definitely I have a lot of that in my. That yeah, makes sense, definitely. Right? Yeah. So oh God, it's so crazy. Like this shit is so crazy. Like not one thing I was I like. I, I think mm, no. <laughs> this is not me. Yeah, I. <laughs> I love it. Um, so cool. So for my fourth house, I have Sagittarius, Uranus, and Neptune. Um, And it's, like, I was telling you this yesterday when we were talking about, you know, what we want to talk about next week. And so having that all in my fourth house means that it's very hard for me to feel at home in this world, which is totally true. Um, Like, uh, it's very, very, it's a very uncomfortable feeling. Um, And it says, you know, it can cause suffering, which totally Um, and until learning to create their own happiness, uh, could have something missing from their childhood, whether that be support or emotional safety, it's very hard for me to go with the flow and give up control. Um, I need a lot of space and a lot of comfort in my home, which I was just talking to you about this too. It's like, I love our house, but because it's like, you know, when you first buy a house, it doesn't just become a home like that. You know what I mean? Like it takes freaking time, but it's so hard for me because, you know, obviously like it said, like I don't feel at home in this world in general. And then it's like throwing in also, like I need to be surrounded by constant, like comfy and like coziness and like 
just a comfortable home. It's, yeah, it's, it's been kind of hard. And then it's also fucking expensive. So it's not like I can just be like, oh, let me make a beautiful backyard and a beautiful front yard and this and that. Like, it doesn't work like that. So it, it is like a slow process. But uh, it was just weird how I literally was just talking to you about that. And then it was like, oh, your fourth house, you don't feel at home and you need to be comfortable constantly surrounded by comfort in your home and I'm like oh my god (laughs) it's like totally true totally true yeah that's definitely that's definitely true for you that's really interesting um I don't think I read my second house um oh okay so I'm just gonna do that so I have a Libra moon in my second house which is not caring about money (laughs) but will make money when involving (laughs) business so very intelligent and uh, very good business sense, which I'd like to think. That's yeah, so like, I like true. to think that I do, and you know, like I really don't care about money. Like I just said, I'd rather have my free time, and I'd rather have just time for myself and time to enjoy my life instead of working it away. Um, and I know some people can't be like that. You know, some people are happier like when they work a lot. And that's fucking awesome. I just, I'm not like that. So when it said, like, you know, they don't really care about money. It's like, yeah, I, I really don't. Like, I really don't care if I have money or not. Like, I was planning before I, like, moved in with yeah, I, can definitely... I was literally planning on turning the horse trailer into a tiny home and just fucking living in that. Like, I would have been totally cool with that. Yeah, that would have been cool. Well, you I actually sold my horse trailer, um, and I'm getting a minivan. <laughs> uh, I love yeah, that. We're actually leaving here in a half hour to go look at that and to get that. And uh, I'm going to turn it into a little traveling caravan. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I, just, I need to find something, like my fourth house said, like I need to create my own happiness and like, I've just been having this feeling of, like, I just feel so trapped. Like, not in my relationship or anything like that. Because I feel like everybody always, always, like, how's your relationship? And I'm like, it's fucking fine. It's just, again, going back to my fourth house, I need a lot of fucking space. And so does Tori, which is why we have such a great relationship. Because it's like, we're both so independent and we don't need to be together all the time. So it's just like, yeah. We both have, like, such big dreams, especially when it comes to business. Like, he just bought a bus because he wants to turn it into, like, a traveling tap room, which is fucking awesome. Like, that's so cool. And then it's like, and then I want to, I'm buying a van because I want to have, you know, like, a little mini RV. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, a cheaper version of an RV because that's a lot of gas. (laughs) But... But it it is cool. And then it was cool, especially reading all of this stuff about ourselves and it's just so spot on. I like can't get over it. Yeah. That's, I feel like this whole thing is like the whole natal chart thing is like really, it's really in depth and it really um, makes you look into yourself a lot and it makes you realize why you are the way that you are. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it's that's kind really of comforting cool. In a way. Like, yeah, like you can just relate these certain instances in your life about, or like certain feelings that you have to, like, well, you know, 
I feel that way because like I have this trait, like it's in my chart, you know, where I feel like I need to be surrounded by comfort things. And, and so like, I feel this way because I feel like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, yeah. Oh, this makes total sense. And it, it kind of makes you more aware. Like it totally makes you more aware where it's like, you know, if you're going through something and then it's like, okay, well, I remember that in the my birth chart that I read, it does say that, you know, I can suffer until I create my own happiness. So let's try to do that. Like for, you know, yeah. an example, but yeah, really interesting stuff. And, you know, again, there's still a lot more, but I, I think we covered the basics and we covered the most important things and yeah we definitely want to end it there because I don't want to really dive into more stuff because I feel like it's going to get so much more confusing and then I'm going to really feel stupid (laughs) yeah I I hope any of this made sense it the houses in the birth chart is so in-depth and I didn't want to make it really complicated especially for people who aren't familiar with birth charts because it's like way too much yeah so I just wanted to like kind of touch on the houses and like, you know, I hope like putting all the information and then, you know, showing it in our birth charts made it make more yeah, sense. Hell yeah. Definitely. And but it yeah. was really cool. Like being able to split it and get two episodes out of it, which is interesting. Yeah. That was like cool. the part one and the part two. And this one's definitely, um, you know, more in depth, which is, good because I, I feel like a lot of people who listen to the other one they're like oh I'm listening to your pod like people that I don't even know like I have no idea where they're even from or anything but um oh my god I love that I love I, know, I, love, them. I love them too <laughs> and it's like just to go out of their way to message the podcast Instagram like in saying like oh I'm listening to your 49 minute episode which is you know our first comfy conversation uh you know if you are listening for the first time I post every Monday and Wednesday Mondays with Krista for the comfy conversations and Wednesday is more of just a quick short episode of just some guidance with spirituality and everything and uh you know like for somebody a couple people to go out of their way to message and say like you know listening to you guys is so relaxing and it's so interesting and uh somebody said that listening to our voices was like we have good like radio voices wow that's interesting because i I don't feel that way about myself i don't feel that Um, way about myself either but it's weird because at the store i swear to god okay so i started my business at 18 i was like 18 19 i started my first thrift store and I swear to God, so it's been, like, roughly 10 years since I started a store, Um, you know, on and off, not, like, solidly 10 years, but at least three people, Krista, that have randomly been talking, like, you know, checking out and just talking to me, at least three different people have said, like, you should do radio, you have a really good radio voice, and I was like, why, because I have a deep fucking voice, (laughs) you know and they're like yeah pretty much like girls with deeper voices tend to you know people want to listen to them more like when it has to do with radio with you know I mean in this obviously podcast so I I thought that was really interesting to also have somebody like message us about that yeah that's that's funny see I don't think that way 
about myself personally, so I'm flattered that yeah. someone thinks yeah, that I'm something. Nice I, I, I am. I'm definitely. I can be energetic about when I start talking about things, and then I talk really fast because I have ADHD. So sorry about that. No, I feel like <laughs> um, you've been doing really good. And like you've been talking like very calm and like slowly. Like it's definitely not been something where I'm like, whoa, whoa, slow down. <laughs> Yeah, and I can talk. I can start to talk really loud too when I'm really like into what I'm talking about. So those are things I definitely have to be conscious about. So if I make those mistakes, you know, I'm sorry. It's just trial. Yeah, just gotta keep and this is only our second you know? episode together, so we'll get we'll get used to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of good because I really should learn to like not talk really fast and like talk really loud so <laughs> I mean it's also when we record but these. yeah thanks for saying yeah, I have a good radio yeah. voice cheers to you man I think his name was Chris um but oh my god Chris sorry you're awesome wasn't. <laughs> um <laughs> I was gonna say something that I don't fucking remember <laughs> uh well yeah I mean I think we can end there and yeah, it's been a lot of fun researching these things and, you know, because we're, we're also learning as we go. Like, you know, I feel like just like everybody who is into astrology and spirituality, like, you understand the basics of it, but it's it's really cool to dive deeper. And it's cool that, like, we're also learning and it gives us something to do at work because work is boring. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, it's so true. I do all my research uh, at work when I have nothing going on. So, And also, um, I cool. we did end up creating like a separate Instagram for the podcast instead of it just being through, you know, my thrift store, Comfy Komodo, which is, you know, where we get the podcast name. So uh, give us a follow on Instagram at Comfy Podcast. Simple as that. And uh, yeah, we'll post what to expect, what we're going to be talking about when an episode is published. Uh, there's some polls on polls. There's some polls on there um, of like uh, for like Wednesday episodes of just me personally of what you guys want me to talk about. And uh, this Wednesday uh, we're going to do negative. Well, I'm going to do negative thoughts and how to deal with them and what you can do about them and stuff like that. So that's also something I personally deal with. Again, depression and anxiety. So, uh, mental illness. <laughs> so, we'll be I'll be talking about that on Wednesday. But, yeah. It's been real. It has been real. It's been a real good it's time. It's been real, real. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, little honest with myself. So, love that yeah. for me. Who doesn't love some honesty? <laughs> but, all right. All right. Well, well uh, I guess you guys uh, on the flip side. Cool. I'll, uh, I'll yeah, message you. Yeah, sounds good. Stay comfy, y'all. <laughs>